When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast, where it's all about inspiring change and transforming lives. And here's your host. He's an Amazon best-selling author, six-figure blogger, internet marketer, and one of the top life coaches in the world, Stefan Palernos. What's going on, Healthy Gamers? I am here with Stefan from ProjectLifeMastery.com. He is a self-development coach, and he is just a, I don't know, a real interesting guy. He is into a lot of the same things um, that I'm into and that kind of the healthy gaming ideas into because he grew up um, as a gamer. He played MUDs. He said 12, 14 hours <laughs> a day, Diablo 2, and he got into kind of developing confidence and through that developed his own business. He's you know financially free now. And he, uh, I came across him uh, just Googling. It was real random. I was looking for an Earl Nightingale video, and Stefan's video popped up on the side. And it was talking about how his morning routine for productivity. And I don't even know how that happens. You know, Earl Nightingale and Stefan's video about productivity. <laughs> but uh, I took it as a sign from the universe that we needed to bring Stefan on here to talk about productivity. Uh, so that's what we're going to do today. How are you doing, Stefan? Doing fantastic. Thank you for having me on your show. Looking forward to uh, just the discussion that we're about to have right now. Right, absolutely. And I guess let's let's just, if you want to talk a little bit about yourself, explain, like talk about your gaming because I think uh, the audience will connect with that. Okay, sure. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I was obsessed with video games the moment I got a computer. You know, I, I got so obsessed to the point where, you know, I, I'd skip school, I'd stay up all night. I just loved just being entranced in, in video games and uh it was just a really fun adventure and a, a phase of my life that um, I was really, really into. But I got into Counter-Strike, Diablo 2, um, as you mentioned, MUDS, which, you know, I don't know if half the people watching this will really know what that is, but it's basically kind of like a uh, Dungeons & Dragons kind of thing where you're role-playing with people online just by typing and whatnot. So, you know, I was really, really involved in that. But uh, at the same time, you know, I became a very shy, introverted person just because I didn't really interact with the world and go out and socialize and um you know from there i actually got into wanting to change and improve my life and i got into the whole self-development industry i got into you know uh tony robbins and a lot of the people out there earl nightingale and this kind of led me to where i am now which is uh, having a blog project life mastery doing life coaching and yeah my whole life has changed since that's great and so that's a really good segue into our main topic because as you know, as an entrepreneur, as someone who runs their own business, you have to really be accountable to yourself and really, you know, really be able to be productive. You don't have um, anyone else there telling you you need to get up, you need to get going, you need to get things done. So how how does your day look? 
Yeah, you know, that's a really interesting point. And I think that's one thing I, all entrepreneurs or people that work from home struggle with is disciplining yourself. Because generally when you have a job, you know, you have to be there at a certain time. You're accountable to your boss. And when you have your own business, you're only accountable to yourself. And so really making sure that you manage your life, you manage your week and your days and have a system for that I think is really important. And for me, I've developed a system for myself where I have a, a what's called a morning ritual, which is a video that you came across on YouTube that basically allows me to prepare for the day. And it's kind of like a productivity thing because it makes sure that I'm at my best each day. And part of the ritual is making sure I plan out the day in detail. There's more specific things, obviously, that I could get into with that. But, you know, it's just having having that system that allows me to make sure that I'm in an environment that supports me and make sure that I can get as much done as possible. And, uh, you know, so we can go more into that if you'd like. Do you want to go into that? or? Yeah, I would, I would like to. Just kind of what, what do you think are the keys to having uh, – because what I call it is that kind of that flow state, that state where you are just on it and you feel good. And, it. well, I guess, yeah, if you don't feel good, you can't produce good. Exactly, yeah. So, how? yeah, what do you do about that in the morning? You know, well, feeling good, I think there's physical, and then there's also mental and emotional. Physically, you know, I make sure first thing I'm drinking water, making sure that I'm hydrating myself, I'm stretching, I'm moving my body, which is a really important thing, just breathing, just because you've been laying out there for eight hours or whatever. And so you need to start to turn on your body, you know. And so movement, exercise is a really important piece. I have something called a rebounder, which is a mini trampoline that I jump up and down on for a few minutes a day. Really? And what that Inside does your house? Is, yeah, I do. Yeah, ah, it's actually okay. it's really, really cool because – uh, every cell of your body is being exercised in that process. It's kind of like a little massage for all your cells, and it helps get rid of waste in the body too. And you take in a lot of oxygen, which is really great because oxygen just gives you a lot more energy. Um, so, you know, I do that. I go for runs uh, in the morning as well. I find that's really useful for having more energy. But then also working out too, and I know that's one thing that you're really into as well. So, I mean, physically there's that. Then also diet, nutrition. Um, I juice every morning. I have this um, amazing juicer that I recently bought, and I love juicing wheatgrass, vegetables. And I find just when you when you juice something, you don't have to digest it. So you're flooding your body with all this nutrition and nutrients, and it's the best energy drink that you're ever going to have. You're going to be on fire first thing in the morning, and you're going to have sustainable energy throughout the day. And so health-wise, that's a really, really big piece in feeling good. And then also mentally and emotionally, just taking the time each day, whether it be meditation or I do something called empowering questions, which I learned from Tony Robbins, which is just focusing on, you know, answering questions like, what am I happy about? What am I grateful for? Uh, what am I proud of in my life? What, what am I committed to today? What am I passionate about? You know, how can I get the most out of today and really enjoy the process? Asking yourself those questions, you give yourself an opportunity just to feel those emotions. Hmm. And whenever you're happier, you're feeling more grateful or more energetic, you're going to produce better throughout the day. Incantations is another thing, which are similar to affirmations. And it's basically st stating out loud certain phrases that empower you, right? So it's just maybe just saying, you know, I can do this or I'm confident or I'm amazing. Whatever it is, certain things like that, when you use your body, you're going to feel more energetic and more productive as well. You know, I, I do reading each day. I find just kind of feeding my mind with positivity and good information really uplifts my spirits and makes me feel a lot better too. You know, so there's a lot of different kind of 
exercises or different things that you can do just to make sure you're in that peak state. And I think that's a really important piece is just making sure that you're in that state because whether you do something or not usually depends on the state that you're in. You know, I don't know about you, but when I'm tired and I'm exhausted and all that kind of stuff, I don't feel like doing anything. You know, my productivity is going to go down. Whereas if I make sure I'm in a peak state, I perform at my best. And I think it's no different for any professional athlete or actor or performer. They always have a ritual to get themselves in a peak state because that's when they perform their best. Right. I, I absolutely agree with you. And I was actually thinking about this today is um, through my life, I've had a lot of ideas, like all these different ideas. And then, you know, like I wanted to start a food truck here in my town. I wanted to uh, do all these different things. But the one thing that was holding me back was I would be motivated and excited for about two weeks. And then that motivation would drop off and I would lose the energy to do it and that drive to do it. And then nothing would ever happen. And, um, and I think that's the same way for a lot of people because you know what you have to do to gain the health that you want. You know what you have to do to get the success that you want. It's not a matter of knowing um, what to do, but it's a matter of motivating yourself to do it. And that is, that is the answer, you know, the piece of the puzzle we're trying to solve is if you can solve that need of how do I have the energy and the motivation and the drive every day to go accomplish the things that I want to accomplish, then you can have anything you want in life. And that, I think, is the real power of the morning ritual of reading the books to get yourself um, in that uh, that peak state. And you should see the paper I'm writing out here. Like as you're as you're talking, I have this huge list of things because I'm going to go look for the rebounder because that sounds super interesting um, for runs too. Because like right before we got on here, I went outside and I did a 10 minute sprint workout because for me, um, if I do exercise, especially kind of cardio intense exercise like that the endorphins release make me yep. a lot more talkative and just a lot more friendly to be around. And that, that makes for yep. a better interview. Uh, no, absolutely. And, and just going back to what you said as well, um, I, I think also, you know, having goals, you know, having goals that you're focused on. And part of your ritual is focusing on those goals every day, looking at the goals, looking at where you want to go, because whatever you focus on, you're going to move towards, right? And so having those goals, having important compelling reasons why you want that goal i have a ritual every day where i write out my goals okay that i want to accomplish this month or quarterly or this year and then i write down a few reasons why i'm committed to achieving that goal so you know if i want to make a certain amount of money and that's my goal then some of the reasons might be so that i can travel so i can buy really nice clothes so i can you know invest in real estate or whatever it is you got to have reasons that i think really make you want it bad enough and I think that's one challenge some people don't want their goals bad enough and I've had times in my life where I wanted something so bad that you know I was just eliminated all the distractions that I that I had around me and I was just so focused on that goal and during those times I made the most progress towards those goals because I wanted it so bad and then also just planning out the day you know having you know this basic simple to-do lists but you know setting the priorities for the day I always um, focus on the three highest leverage things that I can get done that day um, you know I know if you've heard of the 80 20 rule which is that 20% of what you do is going to produce 80% of your results and so for me I want to make sure I focus on the highest leverage things because those are the most important things I might not get everything done that I set out to do that day but as long as I get done those three important things then I'm pretty happy um, at the end of the day and um, you know so prioritizing that list and take an action on it. And 
I have some other strategies too. Like I have a friend that I do, um, we're kind of like accountability partners mm. and we have a call first thing in the morning at eight o'clock and we both talk for five minutes about what we're going to get done that day. And we really focus on the three most important things. And then at the end of the day, around nine or 10 o'clock, we do another phone call as a follow-up and we talk about, okay, did you get that done? What challenges do you have today? What did you learn today? And how can you make the next day better? And so having that accountability to someone else is really powerful because as you, as you said, just being accountable to yourself can be difficult and having like a third party or a partner that you can kind of team up with and hold each other accountable is really valuable. And especially since we actually have a consequence for not doing uh, the actions that we've committed to. So for example, if I, get, if I don't get something done that I committed to, then I have to donate $20 to a charity of my friend's choice. Hmm. So all of a sudden not getting something done means something to me. It's like, man, I don't want to lose that 20 bucks, so I'm going to make sure I stay up all night to try to get that thing done. You know, so accountability like that is really, really, really powerful. And I also have a mastermind group I'm a part of every week. I, I wrote yeah. that down to ask you about that. Yeah, we have like a Google Hangout. Um, and there's maybe about four or five of us. And we set goals, you know, every three months. And uh, we basically get on a call for about an hour and just kind of each talk about our week and what we're committed to that week and challenges that we had. And we give each other coaching too. So those are all definitely really powerful resources that people can use to be more productive. That's There's so much good information there. Let me touch on the planning part um, and writing down your kind of the things you're wanting to accomplish for the day. Um, I found one really powerful aspect of that is it allows you to clear your consciousness. Um, it Once you have it down on paper, you don't have to keep it in your mind anymore, and that allows you to bring your entire focus down on the one task at hand, and then once you finish that task, you can move on to the next um, uh, without trying to juggle everything in your mind and trying to keep keep it all in there. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, that that's, I think, a, a concept from uh, Evan Pagan, I think, talks about it. He had a program called Wake Up Productive, which is really, really valuable. But uh, I think also uh, there's another book called Getting Things Done. But they basically talk about either the night before. So you can also plan your day the night before. People found that's really useful. But just getting those thoughts, getting all that stuff you have to do just out on paper, you know, getting out of your head, you'll stop worrying about it as much. And, you know, it's kind of like a cleansing technique that you can do to get rid of stress. Sure. And actually, um, something really interesting I've, I've read about is kind of the power of your subconscious as you're sleeping to solve problems. Right. Um, I've, I've known, I met a lady, she's very successful in real estate. Uh, lady, and she said when she first got started, every night what she would do is take a little notebook and write in there what the the biggest problem that she had in achieving the success that she wanted. And she said she would write in there subconscious to her, you know, to my subconscious, I want you to solve this problem, dear awesome. me. Uh, and she, I mean, I, it's worked for her. And they talked about, I think, I want to say Einstein, but it was some great of those great inventors who would take naps and have their ideas, you know, formulate as they wake up. And they, gosh, I wish I could remember who it was exactly, but they, they credited their sleep with their greatest ideas. That's awesome. Yeah, I've definitely heard of that as well. People, they'll, they'll, they'll kind of set their intention before they go to sleep or whatever, and they'll wake up with the answer. So I, I, I definitely think that's pretty cool too. And I, I think just even by just focusing on what you want, your goals, there's a lot of subconscious stuff that's going on that we're probably not even aware of that is helping us being pulled towards what we want. You know, call it the secret if you want or the law of attraction. 
But, uh, you know, I've definitely experienced myself um, some instances like that as well. So I think that's pretty effective. Sure, and I agree. And I still go back and forth um, on the idea of, in the law, as we talk about law of attraction, is is there actually a metaphysical force that allows us to create our own reality? Or is it just because we're focusing our intent, then we're able to see uh, the opportunities that were always there? Uh, but I've actually had... I don't know, instances in life where when I've been very intentioned in what I want my goals to be, that it's I meet people almost magically. It feels like a serendipitous event that they were exactly who I needed to talk to. Even finding your video, like I'm finding this conversation, like I really resonate with what you say and I'm really glad I met you through this. And I, you know, I always say I don't think there's any coincidences in life. And that might be a little far out there for some people, but I think it's an interesting idea. What are, what are your thoughts on that? You know, I believe in that too. I think everything happens for a reason and a purpose, and everything kind of happens the way it's supposed to, and you end up attracting people that are like you. You know, so I, I can definitely relate to that. I've attracted certain people into my life at certain times, and I just basically trust that it, it's happening for a reason, you know, and I think the more that you grow and develop yourself as a human being, you just end up attracting people that are more like that. So... You know, I, I don't, you know, nobody really knows, I guess, the science behind it. It might be a little airy fairy for a lot of people, but all I can know is, all I can say is that it's worked for me. And uh, I, I don't know, I'm, I, I enjoy it. I think it's uh, definitely very useful to have that mindset. Yeah, absolutely. Liz. Um, I wanted to ask you about, about your juicer some more. Uh, so, do you drink any caffeine during the day? No, you know, I used to drink a lot of caffeine and I've gotten completely off of it. Um, I used to have times where, I'd be taking the pre-workout um, energy drinks and stuff like this. And what I found, the more that I learned about health and, you know, one thing I've learned is that fitness is a lot different than health. A lot of people can be physically fit but be unhealthy, you know, have no energy. And I actually competed in a fitness competition last year. I had was working with different coaches and everything, and I was, you know, 4 or 5% body fat, and I was ripped, and I was really fit. But I had no energy throughout the day, and my productivity went down too because I wasn't really taking care of my health as much. And one of the challenges I had with caffeine, though, is that I'd have that burst of energy, and then I'd crash and be tired, and I'd have to then depend on more and more caffeine. And I learned from a, a man named Dr. Robert Young who wrote a book called The pH Miracle. Hmm. And he was one of the guys that kind of first modernized the whole acid-alkaline balance kind of concept. And one thing he talks about is that how caffeine's a, dr a drug, you know, a, a caffeine is a poison that you put into your body. And what happens is when you put it in your body, your body freaks out and it speeds up really fast, releasing adrenaline. So you have a rush of energy, but your body is just trying to figure out how to get rid of that poison, you know. And so it, it's really interesting, but I prefer more healthy, more natural, more sustainable levels of energy because caffeine, it, it, it can give you energy, but it's not sustainable. Whereas uh, maybe something like ginseng or, um, you know, just alkalizing your body with different vegetables and whatnot, whatnot, for me, that is more sustainable, more lasting energy for me. That's really interesting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy a rebounder and a juicer after this conversation. <laughs> and, you know, there's also a lot of natural energy drinks out there, too. There's, uh, I don't know if you guys have where, where you live, but up here in Vancouver in Canada, there's a, a brand called Vega. And it's by a guy named uh, Brendan Brazier, who is a vegan uh, triathlon athlete, I think. 
but he has all these products up here that are all natural. He has pre-workout, you know, drinks and stuff that all are, are, are uh, all natural as well. So there's definitely a lot of alternatives out there too. That's what. What do you put in your morning juice, generally? <laughs> you know, I, I basically it's interesting. There's a lot of things that I've been juicing lately that I would never consider eating in my life. Um, but I basically go to the grocery store and I prefer or- organic uh, food just because I don't want to be taking in herbicides and pesticides and fungicides and all that stuff. But uh, mainly greens. I like spinach, kale, um, collards, rainbow shards, carrots, um, beets, uh, cucumber, just, just basically any vegetable, mainly vegetables. And I found that you know parsley, cilantro – when you, when, you, when you flush your body with that much nutrition, your body is like – it just has this rush of energy right away because you're eliminating the whole digestive process because if you were to eat a salad or blend all those vegetables together, number one, you wouldn't get as much. You, know, you wouldn't get as much nutrition because the amount of uh, vegetables that I can juice with like a glass is usually like a whole pile full that you would never be able to stuff into a blender, right? So you're getting so much nutrition. And your body doesn't have to digest that. And so it just goes because there's no fiber or anything from it. So you just absorb it right into your bloodstream. And you have immediate energy. That is really interesting. I'm definitely going to – you've sold me on that. Um, <laughs> yeah, and let me share a, a little bit of uh, the kind of foods that I found. What I've done recently, I, I, I guess I'm almost on 60 days of being completely paleo anymore and basically just cutting out – the processed carbohydrates, and I have found that has made a world of difference for me in terms of energy levels. Um, and I've, I've really found that eating kind of the the healthy fats like avocados, um, your coconut oil with all the medium chain fatty acids, I found, well, I guess both those two really are what I find. Once I eat those, I get a burst of energy. Very, It's a clean burning feeling. It's not, yeah. um, because caffeine for me, it makes me a little bit jittery, and it's not a it's not a clean. That's the only way I can describe it. It doesn't feel clean. Right, but right. you know, avocados and coconut oil and those medium chain fatty acids for me, it feels like jet fuel and just feels like the most you know natural, um, sustainable energy, like you said. Yeah, essential oils I think are really really important for for health, and I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, you know, there's actually a man. He wrote a book um, called Slow Burn. His name's uh, Stu Middleman. I don't know if you heard of him before. I've heard but of he the ran, book. Yeah. yeah, he ran a thousand miles in I think eleven days, and he broke the world record. He was running for eighteen hours a day for eleven days, ten or eleven days straight. And the way that he did it was he trained his metabolism to start burning fat instead of carbs and sugar. And what he described is that when you have like a lot of people, athletes, they have a lot of you know, uh, carbs and maybe pasta before they go run a marathon or something like that. And what happens is sugar, he describes, is kind of like lighter fluid. You know, you have like a burst of energy and then then you crash. Where he says burning fat is more like burning coals. It's sustainable long-term and it's steady. And I'm not a total expert on what he teaches and whatnot, but I recommend the book. But definitely, you know, consuming a lot of good essential fats um, omega three, six, nines, all that kind of good stuff will definitely make a difference to your energy as well. Sure. Let me let me uh, expand on that the idea yeah. real quick because I've I've read a few books that go really in depth in 
the way kind of carbohydrates and sugars and glucose interacts with our body. And so what happens when you eat a bunch of carbohydrates is it doesn't matter if it's a complex carb or a simple carb, so sugar or you know your whole wheat bread, um, they both are broken down into glucose in the body. And then that glucose can either be used as energy or stored in your liver or your muscles. Um, and so, and then what happens is your body burns through glucose. You know, if you're on a run, you're going to burn through that glucose very quickly and you only have a limited store of it in your liver and in your muscles. And once you deplete all that glucose, if your body is, uh, you know, is used to running on glucose, you're going to crash because you have, you're literally running out of the primary fuel source, but our body stores energy as fat. So then doesn't it make sense to make our primary source of energy become fat? And so that's, I do intermittent fasting too, where I won't eat for 16 hours a day. And people think immediately, well, aren't you tired all day? Don't you need breakfast to have energy? And I, you don't if your body is running off of fat. And that is how the human body is supposed to run. Um, so that, you know, I don't, when you eat like this, you don't have energy spikes and dips. You have steady energy throughout the day because your body is never running out of fuel or being flooded with fuel. It is a constant thing because it is using fat. Definitely. That's, that's awesome. That's a very good point. Right. Um, what about, what about nootropics? Do you take any sort of supplement nootropics? Uh, no, no. What do you, what do you mean by nootropics? Um, well, I guess their nootropics are kind of the brain, brain supplements. Um, what I've, I've researched them a little bit. I take up, let me find it here. I can never pronounce this right. Puracetum, pyracetum, and then CDP choline. And, uh, a little bit about those, their mechanism of action is they're not a stimulant, so they don't stimulate their adrenal glands. And honestly, I, I don't have a good grasp of the mechanism of action, but what they do is they increase the oxygen and blood flow um, into your brain, kind of crossing that blood-brain barrier. And uh, for me, I found just taking the combination of uh, pyracetum and CDP col CTP choline gives a uh, kind of the clear-headed that I feel when I'm on caffeine, but without the stimulant effect of caffeine, right. and it's not, it doesn't build tolerance, and it doesn't have a crash afterwards. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I got to definitely check those out. I haven't really, honestly, experimented with too much of that stuff, mm -hmm. but uh, you know, yeah, it's definitely interesting how there's so much different stuff out there, and there's been so many studies done, and so there's definitely, uh, you know, definitely many natural alternatives out there that can still be healthy for you, more supportive, and have that more sustainable energy without, you know, causing any harm to your health or anything. Right. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And um, just getting back on caffeine, I've always looked at caffeine as not giving you energy, but borrowing energy from your future. Right. Um, and I, you know, I've, yeah, I've noticed for myself, the more caffeine I take, the more sleep I need to feel rested. And you, then it gets to a point so viewers, if you wake up every day, no matter how long you sleep, you still feel tired, you probably have adrenal fatigue, and adrenal fatigue is brought on by taking too many stimulants where you're basically just wearing out your adrenal glands, and thus you feel tired all the time. And that can be solved by going just cold turkey off of any sort of stimulants for, uh, it takes a while, 60 to 90 days, but it's absolutely worth it because uh, I think a lot of us, we've been so just immersed in the stimulants, there's stimulants in everything, sodas and energy drinks and everything we do, um, you know, a lot of chocolate that we eat, that uh, we're, we think it's normal to feel tired all the time, but that's, that is not the normal state of a human being. Right, totally, and even people compare 
the, the energy lift they're going to have from caffeine to something more natural. And it's a totally different thing, you know, that the, the caffeine or whatever, that's not a natural state to, to be able to get into. Um, for me, actually, one point when I was, uh, you know, two years ago, I think, I was really into, you know, trying to shed body fat and everything, and I ended up doing fat burners. And so I was doing caffeine and ephedrine, right? I was going to ask, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, it gives you this this nat, this this uh, state that is almost inhuman because your body speeds up so much. It's like a thermogenic, right? And there's many times I felt like I was going to have a heart attack because, during my workouts because my heart was, like, beating out of my chest. And uh, I just – I was getting heart pains and whatnot. And that that's not natural. You know, that's not healthy. And um, – it was very detrimental for me long term, and to get off that stuff is very difficult too, because you're going to go through withdrawals. You know, you're going to get headaches, and you're going to crave it. You're going to be really tired for the first week or two trying to get off that stuff. You might even be a little bit depressed. But uh, you know, I found that the more that you do that stuff, the more caffeine, ephedrine, all that kind of stuff you take, your body becomes used to it. It builds up a tolerance towards that, and then all of a sudden. You know, taking caffeine or that coffee doesn't really do it for you anymore. Now you have to take two, and then eventually you have to take three or four, and you just got to take more and more and more to get the same effect. You know, so it's not it's not sustainable. Right. I I agree with you. That has always been my biggest problem is the tolerance that it builds, and just um, you know, the first week being on caffeine feels great, and then slowly <laughs> it's, it just wears off. Uh, actually, that's interesting because I took ephedrine and caffeine during my cut. Um, it was. It must have been four years ago now. And um, at one point, I came home and I was real tired after a workout. And I took a nap and I woke up shaking uncontrollably because I had failed to properly hydrate myself. And the ephedrine and caffeine are so thermogenic, and they had you know my body was so worn out through that workout that I was dehydrated to the point of. Uh, real danger I had to like I literally crawled into my shower took a cold shower chugged about two liters of water um, and then passed out but I think that was that was a real danger point like I felt like the worst fever I had ever had Um, and so those and also I had a lot of just weird delusions of grandeur when I was on ephedrine and caffeine like I I equate that to um, like a milder form of like meth or cocaine it's the same yeah. Same pathways, and it's it's not good for you. I would recommend staying away from that. And it, yeah, absolutely. When you come off, you're depressed, you're low energy, yeah. and it's just not a good thing. Yeah, it's not worth the long term, you know. So you want to make sure you have a balance. You know, you have a balance of fitness and you have a balance of health. You know, don't try to achieve fitness while at at the expense of your health. You know, um, I think if you combine both, and there's a way, you know, to be eating, you know, healthy and doing things naturally, natural sources of energy, you know, it's still going to help you work out, you know, and be productive throughout the day. Sure. Let's let's finish this up with a list of just books that we recommend. What what okay, about sure. Yeah, so just talk, I don't know, talk talk me through the good books that you think for goal setting and achieving, you know, what you want in life. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, I've read a lot of different books just on different areas and I'm always when I'm reading books I look for ones, I usually look at what I'm struggling with in my life or what I'm focused on and try to find books on that topic. But overall, some of the books that have made the biggest difference for me is, one, I'm a huge fan of Tony Robbins, and he has two great books, one called Awaken the Giant Within, another one called Unlimited Power, and those books will basically cover your entire life, and they're 
they're just, you know, it's just one of those books that will just totally change your whole outlook. And there's a lot of exercises and whatnot in the book. And it's definitely changed my life in so many ways. And if you want to go beyond books, he has a lot of audio programs and video programs that you can check out as well. Um, a classic is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. You know, a lot of people in the whole self-help world um, have gone to that book. The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People is another one that comes to mind. It's a really great book I read years ago when I was really young and, you know, first getting into self-development that really impacted me was called The Greatest Salesman in the World by Og Mandino. Hmm. And it's a really interesting book. I really enjoyed it. Uh, The Alchemist is good. I've read a lot of biographies, too, just because I love to study success. I would like to find people that are successful in a certain area, read about their life and story. You'll usually get a lot of really inspiring lessons about their life. You know, there's a lot of great health books. I mentioned uh, The PH Miracles, a really great health book. You know, I have to think more. How about you? What are some of yours? Sure. Actually, <laughs> you, you've you kind of taken all of my <laughs> my books. You know? um, yeah, actually, reading Robert, Tony Robbins' Uh, unlimited power was what was one of the first kind of forays into self development, and that that was fantastic, real fantastic. Um, Think and Grow Rich. That's that was the book that got me um, really moving in developing the healthy gamer. Uh, reading that book, I, I really enjoy Earl Nightingale's uh, audio books. I should listen to about fifteen minutes every morning, just as I'm uh, driving somewhere or uh, you know uh, on my workout, and I think. Yeah, I think audio is a really, really fantastic way to learn. Um, there are some really great podcasts uh, about you know any subject that you're wanting to learn about. You can find podcasts on, and then uh, pretty much all of these self-development authors have uh, their books in audio format. And it's just uh, you know when you can fill your mind with that positive information every day. Uh, so, so some other books I like Robin Sharma's stuff. He writes one called right. Mega Living. Uh, so those are really good. Uh, what, the monk what, uh, has sold his Ferrari. As well, yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, it's it's such a good kind of like a parable, fable book. Yeah. I, I really enjoy The Alchemist as well. Yeah, and I, now, now that we're talking about, it, now I, I'm just blanking on all the different yeah, books. Yeah, I have a few more that I just thought of. Um, just in terms of finance, that really helped me a lot too. Um, one is uh, a book called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harvecker, hmm. and it was a really good book just because he describes. He's all about financial freedom and passive income, and he describes how you're financially free when your passive income exceeds your expenses. And so that book, among many others, like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki, he's got another book called Cashflow Quadrant. Those books really influenced me to start working and thinking about passive income. Tim Ferriss, uh, The 4-Hour Workweek, is a really great book. And that book really got me thinking about automating my life. And I, you know, a big component of my life now with my businesses and and productivity is outsourcing. I leverage a lot of my life and a lot of my work by hiring virtual assistants in different countries like Philippines and India for really inexpensively that will get a lot of stuff done for me throughout the day and while I'm sleeping. And so that's been a huge uh, game changer for me too. And Tim Ferriss also has some great books, uh, The 4-Hour Body and now The 4-Hour Chef too. Interesting. I mean, if if you don't mind talking about it, I would I would be interested in just hearing how long have you been pursuing the goal of financial freedom using all of these tools that we've been talking about. You know how successful. You don't have to give like yeah, uh, but you know, given this idea of like how how successful has it been? Well, I, I got into this because I I actually started off by having a seminar and coaching company here in Vancouver for about five years and. 
I was running that with two business partners, but and we, we served a lot of people. We helped thousands of people doing seminars and coaching, but we didn't know anything about business. We didn't know how to manage the finances, and I wasn't really making much money at all. And I was actually living um, in my friend's living room on his futon, and uh, just, just as a way to save money, and I was in debt, so I was trying to pay off my debt and everything, right? And I was kind of first learning about internet marketing by actually going to a seminar, and it talked about how internet marketing is, is really business of the future, and that if you don't jump on now, you're going to miss out, because there's no way, you know, there's no better way to have the whole world as your demographic, and you basically have a website that's like your salesperson that's going to sell for you 24-7, and everything is automated, you know, with technology and all that stuff. You don't have to be there. You can make money while you're sleeping. And it's very scalable, and you can just create more and more websites or more and more products or whatever and just keep duplicating that process to make more and more money. And so I was learning about this at the time, and I was making, uh, at the time, I think about $30 a month from this one website that I had. It was a product on skin conditions, different home remedies and whatnot, and how to treat uh, skin conditions, right? And I was so frustrated that I was just like, you know, I have to do whatever it takes to, to change this area of my life. And I ended up going to Southeast Asia, to Thailand, for three months. Really? And part of the reason was is because I could live there a lot cheaper than it costs to live here in Vancouver, just because you can live there for like $1,000 a month. And I remember I was in a layover in Beijing, and I had out my journal. I was writing out my goals. And my goal was to make $300 a month from this business and I was not going to come back to Canada until I had reached this goal and while I was there I was so committed I, I was working day and night on this website and the reason why I wanted 300 bucks is that extra $300 would allow me to be at least live in my own place right because I was I there's no way I was going to go back to live in my friend's living room that was just a standard that I did not want to settle at and so sure enough I achieved that goal and what happened was um, you know I went from $300 a month, then to $500 a month, and then a thousand, and then two thousand, and now I make six figures, uh, you know, just from online business, and that's within about two years. And I I do a lot of different type of internet marketing. Um, I do Kindle marketing, I do affiliate marketing, I have different websites and products that I sell, and it, you know, it's definitely changed my life in in so many ways, and has created a lot of freedom uh, for myself and my life. And the great thing is, is that you know, it's very easy to learn. You know, anyone can do it. Um, as long as you have a computer, you could be anywhere in the world. It doesn't require a lot of money to invest into a business or anything to, to get started. And, uh, you know, ever since you, you kind of get a taste of it, of making money online, you just, you just want more. And it makes you realize that, uh, you know, going back to having a job or something like that is just, it's just a totally different world, you know. So it's I'm really blessed. I'm just really grateful that I discovered it. And uh, it's just been a really incredible journey since. So sure. it's that's, really cool. Yeah, that's a really cool story and just um, kind of parallels my own experience a little bit. I, I'm not up to the six figures yet, but this year, that's, it's going to happen. Yeah. It, it's going yeah. to happen. You know, and really the, really the biggest challenge in it all is just really making that first dollar online or those first few dollars because once you have that process and that system, then it's very easy to scale it up. You just got to do more of it and just enhance it and just automate it more. And, you know, I, I learned from one of my mentors, John Reese, and he talked about how, you know, just making that first dollar, you're 95% of the way there to making $100,000 And because uh, you have the system. And so once you really just implement the system and do it and it starts making you money, it's, it's really great. And, and, I, and one thing, you know, I, I think a lot of people are skeptical about this stuff. 
at least with people that come to me and they think um, because there's a lot of scams out there and everything with different products. But there's a lot of really great products and different resources out there that can really uh, help people to to start doing this and make money online. And and, uh, it's not as hard as people think. So. Sure. No, I, I agree with you. And I think something else, too, is um, people have this. Well, I guess I have had uh, this idea that pro- somehow profits were bad and anyone who wanted to make a profit was bad. But um, listening to Earl Nightingale, he really changed my perspective in the fact that you cannot make you know, a sustainable business without serving people. That is the only way to create any sort of sustainable profits. You can scam people for the short term. That's totally true. But any sustainable business is there because they serve people's needs and they solve people's problems. And I think that's something that people need to um, just keep in mind that, you know, the I, the goal, your goal should not be uh, to make money. Your goal should be to serve people and solve problems. That's what Internet marketing allows you to do is that you're able to serve more people um, much le- more cheaply than any other form of business out there. Um, yeah. And also, uh, this is the other point is that um, I think, you know, you could have had your success building an offline business. You could have had your success doing any number of different things, even working for like an innovative company just by applying all of the uh, things we've been talking about that we read about in the books. Um, so, because I, I think it's just that process, setting your right intentions, setting your right goals, and making sure that you're in a peak performing state. It, it doesn't matter what you do, no, what you put your energy into, you will be successful. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, no matter what you're doing, set the goals, apply what you're learning from these books and these programs. And no matter what it is, you know, nothing is out of your limits. Um, You know, if you believe you can do it, you can as simple and as silly as that sounds, you know, it's absolutely true. And it's worked for me. It's worked for you. And and it will work for anyone else that's watching this video. Absolutely. And just to finish this off and bring it back to the gaming aspect, um, these if you want a magic you know, magic spell, you know, magic, some some wizard to come and give you the dream of, you know, the life of your dreams. These books, these ideas we were talking about, that is it. It literally makes your life magical in how it helps you achieve all of your goals. And can you talk a little bit about just uh, your website and like the coaching that you offer? Um, go ahead. Yeah, sure. So I have a, a blog called Project Life Mastery, and that's www.projectlifemastery.com. And on there, you're going to find a lot of different uh, resources, articles, videos that I have that of just basically things that I've been doing and, and learning and sharing it with other people. And then I also have my YouTube channel, um, which we'll probably have a link to here as well. And if you're interested in coaching, um, you can contact me on my blog about that. I coach people with every area of life, uh, whether it's even if you want to make passive income online, I help people with that too. And if you're also looking for a great book, I have my book being launched soon called Life Mastery. How to unleash your hidden potential and achieve everything you've ever wanted. That's that's great. I'm looking forward to it. I will be your first customer. Great. <laughs> well, I want to thank you so much for your time. This conversation really has been very valuable to me, uh, and you know I hope to have you on again because uh, I think the viewers will really find this conversation useful. And so, thank you again for coming on, Stefan. And take care and have a wonderful day. Thank you, Jack, for having me, and we'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. Make sure to visit the blog at www.projectlifemastery.com for more videos, podcasts, and articles that can help you take your life to the next level. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.